0: Become a disruptor in the emerging fintech space through NYU Stern's Master of Science in Fintech program. This one-year part-time program is designed for full-time working professionals who want to strengthen their fintech skills. To learn more, submit your resume for a candidacy review at the URL linked to below. Hi, and welcome to the Finnovate Podcast. Joining me today, we've got a fun one. We've got Daria Dahlia, Vice President of Growth and Innovation from Celtic Bank. Daria, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Greg, for having me.
0: So let's kick things off for people who haven't heard of Celtic Bank before. Can you take just about a minute or so and give us some background on yourself and how you came into that role?
1: Thanks, Jack. Well, folks, it's been quite the roller coaster ride getting to this unique role at Celtic Bank. And let me start by saying I'm not your typical banker with a finance background. No, nope. I kicked things off with a computer engineering degree from University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign. From there, I took a detour into strategy consulting uh, with Carney and PwC, dabbled up in scaling event and joined the initial crew at Amount which is a white label lending technology provider and most recently you know i was in uh, i was in the founding team uh, and, and led the charge of long, of launching rockets solar for rocket companies so so now i've been there you know i've been the the kind of person who likes to think outside the box i've kind of used my technical mindset to whip up some truly innovative products along the way So why am I here at Celtic Bank? Well, this role lets me do a little bit of everything, leading growth and innovation, not just within the bank, but also extending our innovation and our technology as well as our uh, expertise to our fintech clients uh, and our friends out there. Uh, you know, most people would tend to follow a pretty standard career path, but my philosophy is a bit different. I believe in gaining as much breadth and diversity of experience as possible because you never know where those nuggets of wisdom might come in handy. For example, at Rocket Solar, I wear so many hats and I lost count I, from product to engineering to marketing to data science. I helped grow the business while keeping a close eye on the bottom line. Uh, in the solar game and, and even dabbled in, de- in developing loan product and improving the loan experience of getting a solar loan. So here I am, you know, ready to bring all the fun and, and diversity of experience uh, to the table and help Celtic Bank and our fintech friends, you know, grow. So I hope that kind of answers, uh, you know, a quick and provides a quick background. Um.
0: Yeah, no, a lot of experiences there. Um, so talk to me now about Celtic Bank. What, what, uh, um, what are the key customers? How big are you? What geographies do you serve in all those fun pieces?
1: Celtic Bank is an industrial chartered bank headquartered out of Salt Lake City, Utah. We are we have three major lines of business with close two dollar three billion um, in asset under management. Uh, we are really well capitalized with a twenty percent north of twenty percent cash to asset asset ratio and you know more than four hundred million dollars in the balance sheet. Uh, we are the sixth largest SBA lender in the country. We are also a specialty finance provider and provide construction loans, express business loans, commercial solar loans and asset-backed loans. The line of business I roll up to is called Strategic Lending Partnerships, and we enable large fintech companies to scale nationally and provide a host of services to these fintech companies, which allows them to create a truly differentiating client experience for their customers. So I hope that provides a quick background on, on Celtic Bank.
0: Yeah, well, certainly your perspective on the innovation side, I'm sure, makes you a really interesting person to connect with on the banking side. A lot of our listeners do come from that fintech innovation side. What are you looking for when you put out RFPs or otherwise deciding who you'd like to partner with? I'm sure a lot of our listeners would be very curious to hear what they can do to kind of make themselves more easy to notice.
1: Got it got it thanks Greg. I think it's I think it's definitely a very interesting question and a hard one to answer because I feel like every bank uh, you know looks for something unique but at Celtic Bank and you know specifically on on the teams I work for we are we are really looking for uh, fintechs with with a true understanding and differentiation in their line of business we're also really trying to identify like what are the key uh you know advantages this Fintech could pose in their specific market Uh, You know, we come from, you know, banking is a highly regulated environment and finance in general is a very highly regulated environment. And as, you know, as banks, we have to be very cautious that our fintechs truly understand the importance of compliance, the importance of regulatory landscape. And and these are like, you know, some of the key things which we look for as we kind of evaluate and put out RFPs or, you know, have fintechs reach out to us to partner with us um, as to what is the... Is the true essence of you know of the of their differentiation and then do they understand that they are entering a highly regulated uh, you know environment where you know they need to kind of be compliant and and then scale significantly right um, and I think those are those are the some some of the key like you know points which a fintech company can keep in mind as they kind of reach out to banks. I think another important thing for fintech companies to understand is there are two two coin uh, two sides to the coin of a bank fintech partnership there are banks like Celtic Bank, which which have historically been in the business uh, of sponsoring fintech companies, which predominantly means that we support their infrastructure to help them scale and grow. And their products could be direct to consumer, it could be B2B, it could be to other banks as well. Um, And those are the kind of fintechs which reach out to us very often and we are able to really integrate with them. There are also fintech companies out there which Whose end client could be a you know a bank of the size of Celtic or significantly larger, and I think both those uh, approach, you know both those approaches in the in the fintech bank partnership world often get mixed together, where people always think that a bank fintech partnership means that a fintech is the vendor to a bank, uh, and they're providing some technology to the bank to for their end consumers. But a lot of times, it also ends up happening that a bank provides the technology and the infrastructure to a fintech so that they can. Really support their end consumers, uh, and you know um, innovate.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, to that last point, I think we just have to get away from the word partnership, right? Because I think it's it covers too much ground right now. It's too amorphous to really be useful. But um, it's it's interesting to see all the different ways that Celtic is engaging. And and certainly, there are quite a few different types of fintechs who I'm sure could be very useful for you. Now, what about the other side? Because obviously, you know, coming from a tech background, coming into a bank, I'm sure it's a much different environment than you were probably used to when you're coming from this you know we can build it we can innovate kind of mentality and um, what were some of the challenges for you personally as you kind of made that transition and came into the banking side of it what were some of the roadblocks that you had to overcome
1: yep um so move fast and break things right is is what uh, i think uh, facebook's motto was and yeah, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think i think when you look at the general tech landscape you know we we as technologists are are, you know, geared to deploy our, uh, you know, as fast as we can on, on on AWS Azure or on the cloud. We are, you know, we are designed to build quickly, iterate, and see if things break. And, you know, that's the that's mindset, you know, if you ask me 8, 10 years ago, uh, that is the mindset I built, you know, most of the companies, uh, you know, which I built prior to entering the financial technology landscape. Uh, when I entered the fintech landscape, I think one thing I, I really understood is that it takes a lot longer uh, to create a truly differentiating product, it takes a lot more patience uh, to, you know, uh, really innovate and, and push something out there to the consumers which can create end-client benefit. And I think when I was in the in the fintech technology world, whether, you know, it's at, you know, Avant, Amount, Rocket Companies, Rocket Solar, Rocket Loans, you know, the, the bandwidth of companies I've been with, um, you know, I realized that, you know, it is better to, really really try to kind of think in the consumer best interest and build products which can truly differentiate coming to the, the the banking world i think there's um you know there's a lot more regulation there's a lot more apprehension to adopting new technology um and to break that you you really need to understand you know the 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 history of banking in the us and how the regulations have come about and also understand that banks are truly responsible for you know putting the consumers best interest and, uh, and 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 therefore they need to kind of uh you know really really carefully with the technology so to answer your question i think the the most challenging part uh, you know within the fintech and banking landscape to innovate is to kind of uh work in the realms of regulatory compliance while also, truly differentiating and ensuring that there's an end customer benefit and there's true innovation, right? Uh, I think a lot of fintech companies have have made have made it with with you know minor arbitrage of you know of uh, of customer data, or they have really just uh, you know uh, found a, found a more efficient and a cost reduced way of doing business. Uh, but I think the ones which you see out there which have really succeeded and and you know. Um, and you know, managed to attract the largest consumer base are the ones who have really understood you know the regulatory landscape and 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 tried to kind of use technology, uh, to, you know, to create a significant end consumer benefit.
0: Yeah, what about on the internal side? I mean, obviously, you know, Celtic came and they brought you in. They wanted to make this a priority. But I frequently hear from bankers who are coming to shows like Finnovate where you know they'll get really excited about a new piece of technology. They'll take it back and start shopping it around the internal team and get a lot of resistance and a lot of pushback internally when it comes to you know people saying, "Oh, we don't want to change this process. This is how we've always done it." There's this little bit of friction that can sometimes exist even within uh, a bank's own organization. Um, First question, is that something you've experienced at Celtic? And second question is, you know, what advice do you have for people who, you know, find themselves in that position where they work for a bank, they want to innovate, they want to do something cool, but they find that there's this kind of little bit of resistance that they have to keep pushing through?
1: Yep, yep. Uh, Great, great question, Greg. So, you know, joining Celtic, firstly, I I think, you know, one of the things which really differentiates Celtic Bank is that it it is a very entrepreneurial community of, of bankers and, I think they really understand that change is what you know has helped them get here, and change is what's going to help them continue to kind of move forward. But you know, yes, there are there there is a lot of uh, you know manual processes or people driven work within the banking and you know landscape, which I think the natural apprehension is to change that. Oh, this would real this will really change how I ensure that I've done my job best. Uh, you know, in the past few years and and, and you know in my career. I think it's it's you're seeing a you know transitional shift in in the type of bankers, uh, you know, which are at banks, and they themselves are starting to see the benefits of technology. They have understood that, you know, while there is technology, there's you know, there's also gonna be a lot of requirement of their specialized knowledge, which is what I think a bank as an institution typically holds, is that they have really specialized knowledge about how the processes work, how to ensure that it's done compliantly, how to ensure, how to ensure it's done in the consumer best interest. So it is a it is a, you know it is a challenge sometimes to kind of bring innovative technologies into a banking landscape and and really push users to you know change. Um, but it gets easier if you really try to explain uh, you know to your internal users that hey this technology is you know being implemented or incorporated within our you know technology stack. To not actually, you know, change your job, but actually make it easier for you to do more things, um, and you know, when when those things come about, I think you know, training the workforce, uh, you know, to actually learn about new technologies and kind of you know spend some time out of their day job, uh, you know, to actually learn how this could reduce their you know burden, it could make them more efficient, it could make their you know life easier. Um, you know, kind of goes a long way. So I think it's a lot of internal education for a technology coming into a banking landscape to ensure that everyone understands uh, you know the the change that's you know happened in other industries at a much faster pace. Uh, and why that, you know, even banking as an industry will have to go through this change, right? and and you're seeing a lot of investment um you know, across banks, um specifically Celtic Bank, we are you know we are heavily investing in technology and people, uh, you know, to kind of uh, ensure that, you know, we are at more, we, we continue to remain at the cutting edge of innovation within banking.
0: Yeah. And well, I think the the focus on really communicating to everybody is a really crucial one. And, and I, I've actually given several talks uh, along the topic of, you don't, don't, don't just point your marketing and sales efforts externally. You also need to bring everybody internal along the ride with you. They have to understand how they personally benefit from every new piece of technology, every new change that they're being asked to do. And I think in many cases, you know, people who have something kind of just dumped on their lap and saying, okay, we're going to do it this way now. There's always going to be a little bit of resistance to that. But if you can get out in front of it and say, hey, there's new exciting things that are happening. Here's how it's going to make your life better. Here's how it's going to make our customers' lives better. You have a much greater likelihood of getting buy-in. And ultimately, that buy-in from everybody on the team is what's required in order to really bring something exciting into the ecosystem. So absolutely agreed on that side of it. Um. Let's give you a chance to to kind of uh, brag just a little bit. Can you talk about some of the new technologies um, that Celtic has been incorporating, or any specific projects or pieces that uh, are new and exciting?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I think you know, uh, you know, we are definitely uh, you know exploring uh, you know more deeper integrations into our core you know technology stack. Uh, you know, we are making data the center of our strategy. I think a lot of banks out there, a lot of bankers listening to me, have heard of these companies, you know, FISERV, FIS, and Jack Henry, uh, you know, being the core of you know bank technology infrastructure. Um, while we continue to kind of iterate and improve our you know overall core, we are also looking at uh, you know, a lot of middleware technology companies to kind of uh you know create direct API infrastructure, which kind of significantly reduces. You know our cost of you know transaction processing, our cost of providing banking services, um, and that's you know that's been that's you know that's created a meaningful difference. We are already kind of starting to see you know our our uh, you know our efficiencies improve. Uh, you know as we support more and more fintechs, we've also kind of started to realize that the change in uh, you know in the macroeconomic uh, environment around the rate has has started to put a lot of pressure of profitability on fintechs, and they are trying to get you know, and you know, an additional advantage in speed, efficiency, or cost savings. And because of, you know, being a bank, we are able to kind of negotiate our, or leverage our, you know, combined negotiating power across our portfolio to, you know, really, really provide uh, cheaper technology to to these fintechs, right? So um, often you will always hear uh, fintechs providing technology to banks, uh, you know i think in in the case of celtic we kind of um, support a lot of our fintechs in, in kind of ensuring that they are able to you know continue winning in in, in this market and and continue kind of uh, you know capturing market share by you know by working with us more closely on on reducing some of their costs and burdens
0: yeah, I mean, I think the, the place where you sit, both in terms of your role and, and at Celtic Bank, is really giving you quite a perspective on you know, how banks can do things better, how fintechs can do things better. Um, we are coming up on the end of our time, but we do have time for one last question. And, and I'd like to end by zooming way out. And talking about where you see the fintech landscape, uh, you know, particularly around you know banks like Celtic, and for people in roles like yours, how do you see that fintech landscape shifting over the next three to five years?
1: Definitely, I think I think there's you know there's uh, two coins with this. I mean, uh, from a banking infrastructure, I think more banks, you know, I'll encourage more banks to pursue non traditional talent talent which hasn't historically worked in banking but understands the fintech environment and the regulatory landscape really well by working in fintech so i think there's definitely uh, you know talent migration uh, you know which 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 you know which you can capitalize on right at, at this point and you know celtic has done that very well with hiring some you know strong executives in the technology roles and and you know providing us with the infrastructure to kind of really innovate and and grow the bank um, and I think that's that's a big difference. And personally, you know, in, in three to five years, I see I see more and more competition in the fintech landscape. I think uh, you know there's quotes out there, and I don't want to miss quote, but I think uh, you know, Anderson Horowitz and you know uh, someone there published uh, an article which basically said that every company is going to be a fintech because I think you are seeing a larger push to embedded finance, embedded payments. You are seeing a greater push to uh, you know true. Uh, you know, consumer benefit and, you know, true ease of transactions, Uh, whether it's loans or, you know, just payments, I think, you know, you're seeing, seeing record amounts of innovation. So, in the next 5 to 10 years, I think, you know, banking landscape might see some more consolidation and some more true innovation. And I think fintech landscape is going to see some, uh, you know, advantages uh, which on, on on what they have built in the last 15, 20 years in terms of scale and be able to capture, you know, a larger market share, uh, you know, of, of customer funds and customer transactions.
0: Yeah, well, it's certainly going to be fascinating to watch and to see what happens. But I, I wouldn't disagree with anything that you said there. I think there's um, a lot that uh, people can expect and pro- potentially should expect from the fintech industry over the next three to five years. So um, we are going to wrap it up there. But I want to thank you again for taking the time to chat with me. Um, Again, Daria Dahlia of Celtic Bank, Vice President of Growth and Innovation. Thank you again for taking the time to chat with me. It was great.
1: Thanks a lot, Greg. Really appreciate it.